Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online, find your tribe and grow a business doing the work you love on your terms. As a blogger, presenter and marketing mentor, I understand the ups and downs that come with putting ourselves out there and running our own show. This podcast is here to take you behind the scenes and share the strategies to help you succeed. So let's get into the show. Hi guys, I hope you're going well. I'm here today to share with you what I would do if I was starting my Instagram from scratch. And it's something that I get asked quite a lot. So I thought, why not share with you guys really the key things that I would focus on, particularly what is working right now. So hello to you and great to have you here. Just quickly, my name is Emily Osmond and I specialize in helping people monetize their social media and also scale their businesses with online programs too. Now, like I said, one of the questions that I get asked the most about Instagram is where do I start? And I totally get it. It can feel quite confusing. It can feel quite intimidating. It can feel quite overwhelming. And you're just like, what on earth should I be focusing on? Even more so when it's something that we're trying to use for our businesses too. So today I'm going to share with you how I would grow my Instagram. If I was starting from scratch, what I would focus on, what I would just forget about and some things that may surprise you as well. And I've got some case studies that I'm going to be sharing with you too. Now, before I get into the episode, if you haven't already heard, I run the online coaching group, The Modern Marketing Collective. And as of July 1st, the price is doubling if you would like to enroll. So make sure you go to the link in my bio or um, you'll find a link under this video once I wrap up this live and find out more about the Modern Marketing Collective. It's really your go-to place as small business owners to access trainings, practical step-by-steps on what's working now. We cover all things Instagram plus email marketing, productivity, pricing for profit, podcasting, and so much more. And we do monthly masterclasses and live Q&As just like this every single month inside the collective. Um, So make sure you click the link in my bio, go and check that one out and get in before the price doubles on July 1st. Alrighty, let's get into this episode. So first of all, the thing that I would focus on is using video and probably no surprises there. So video is such a great way for you to really quickly build a sense of connection with your audience and to really allow them to understand a bit more about you. You're basically showing up as close as it could be to you in person with your audience, with those different people that are following you. So I would be focusing on using video. Now, what I would do is I would jump on Instagram live like this. I would do a live video and give a lot of value. And really for you thinking about how can I give more value than anyone else? Think about that. And that's going to be really, really helpful for you. So I would do my Instagram live. Then what you can do now with an Instagram live is actually download the video and then share that to your Instagram TV. So you're kind of like killing two birds with one stone there. So you're covering both bases. So you're jumping on Instagram live. Your followers are getting a notification that you are going live, which is so powerful. And then once you've wrapped up the live, you can share that video straight to your IGTV. Now I would include the preview 
of your IGTV into your feed. So onto your profile page, basically on Instagram. And that's going to help a lot more of your followers actually find your IGTV versus if you only posted it to your IGTV and didn't pop the preview on your feed. So definitely make sure that you do that one. Now I had one of my students, Kim. So I wanted to, I said, I wanted to give you a couple of case studies. So Kim said that she's had so many inquiries now from Instagram for her branding work. And she said she never previously got any. And um, we're actually having a chat on one of my live sessions in the Modern Marketing Collective. And she said that she had three people contact her from Instagram. And she said two of them hadn't even looked at her website or looked at her prices or anything. They were just like, Kim, I love your work. I want to work with you. And they loved the vibe that she had on her page. So what exactly was Kim doing? So she said that she was getting a lot more comments now that she was doing videos and people were getting to know her more. And she said that she was trying to share more of herself. And she said, Emily, I know that um, this is something that I struggled with at the start and I would do more than 30 takes of my videos before I was happy to share it. And I think we can all resonate with that one, especially when we're just starting out. And she said that now she's actually sharing some more of her experience and her life on her Instagram and getting so much more comments and interaction. And she said she actually got 400 followers in the last month. She said she's getting so many more followers now, and she's also trying to reach out to like-minded pages and potential clients. And I'm going to get to that tip in a second as well. So that's just an example of how actually showing more of you on your Instagram, showing up in videos is going to help your audience more quickly connect with you. And like Kim said, people aren't even looking at trying to find out her prices. They're just like, I love your vibe. I want to work with you. Okay, that was number one video. Number two is your bio. So let's talk about exactly what should be in there. So I've really got three key tips for you when it comes to your bio. Number one, as your Instagram name, so not your Instagram handle, but your Instagram name, you can actually have an SEO kind of word or phrase or a couple of words in there. It's going to help people find your account. So think about adding that or replacing what would normally be your business name is your Instagram name as actually a search friendly name. So for instance, if you are a florist based in Melbourne, instead of having your business name as your name, add in Melbourne florist business or Melbourne florist, something like that. And that's actually going to help you come up in search results when someone is searching in Instagram and you're still going to come up for your business as long as that's your Instagram handle. So that's the first thing that's going to actually help you get found when you're just starting out on Instagram and as you're progressing on there too. Now, the second thing is actually being very clear about what problem you help solve or what exactly it is that you do or who exactly it is that you work with. So if people are confused when they look at your Instagram profile, they're just very quickly going to click away. So make sure that you are super clear and really capturing the attention and speaking to the challenges and the desires of your ideal customer in your Instagram bio. So getting very specific about your messaging and don't just put in there like a list of five different services that you offer. That's what most people do. It's like, I offer this and this and this and this. That's not really speaking to what your like secret source is, what it is that you are so good at, what key problems you help solve, who exactly it is, the customers that you work with. So get a lot more clear about who exactly you are speaking to. Okay, number three, when it comes to your bio is actually having a call to action and a link in your bio. So think about, okay, what is the first step for people to take to work with you or to jump on your email list or to book a free consultation with you, whatever that looks like. And 
and spell that out in your bio because people aren't just going to, you can't assume that people know what to do next. So make sure you get very, very clear about what it is that you want people to do. What's the first step for them? Because you're going to find that people start taking a lot more action. And that's actually what Kim was saying too. She started promoting her freebie more. And so she's now getting more people joining her email list too, who are her ideal customers. Alrighty, let's move on. So we've covered video, we've covered bio. Now let's look at your profile picture. So when you're using Instagram for your business, I actually do encourage you to have a headshot of you. This is going to work in most cases. Sometimes if you're more of an e-commerce platform or something that's maybe not the best for that, you could use a photo of your logo. That's totally fine. But A lot of cases I do recommend using your face because again, that's just building that sense of connection. Now, when it comes to your photo, as like one of the key things I do recommend investing in is photography when you're starting your business. And a shout out to all the amazing photographers in my community as well, because it makes such a difference. So if you, and I know a lot of people just don't have photos of themselves when they're a business owner and maybe they're just starting out. So I definitely invest in that. Or if you can't, make sure you get a nice clear photo. There's no one else being like, dropped out of the frame. It's just you in there and um, set that as your profile picture. And you can also look at having like a nice bright background behind you to make it pop more when people are kind of looking in the feed and they see your photo pop up there. So I definitely recommend that one and have it nice and clear so people can see your face rather than like a really far away photo of you. That's just not going to help people actually see who is that person. So definitely do that with your profile picture. Okay. Number four. So a lot of people ask me, should I like, what should I do when I'm first starting posting on Instagram? How many pictures should I have on there? And all that type of thing. So what I would suggest is really your first 12 photos on Instagram. You can just like basically push them all out. You're probably not going to have any followers to start with or many followers. So it's okay to kind of push out those first 12. You might do them a few a day or one a day to get those ones out. And then people can get a really good sense of what your brand is, what your vibe is all about, the type of content that they can expect from you rather than if they visit your profile and you've only got like two photos on there, it's going to be a little bit harder for them to really understand what you're all about. So I would suggest getting those first 12 or so photos up there and be quite specific about what your vibe is, what your brand colors are, but it's never going to be perfect. So don't let that hold you back. Just get them out there. And that gives your new followers a really good understanding when they land on your profile of, ah, okay, I'm kind of seeing like what this business is all about. I like the look of all of those photos. And so that's a really good place to start there. Okay, moving on. We are now talking about engagement. Great question. Wonderlight photography. So you said, is it okay to delete old ones that just don't work? Yeah, you can You can definitely delete, but what you can actually do as well is go to that photo and instead of deleting, you can archive it. So it actually just gets hidden from your profile. And then you can always bring it back down the track if you want to. And um, it's kind of nice to still have like the history of where you came from on Instagram too, to scroll back down. It's kind of sentimental, but yeah, you can definitely hide photos that maybe just aren't really relevant anymore or that you if you're trying to like start a bit more fresh you can definitely archive those ones so hope that one helps Okay, so next up, we are talking about engagement. So being active on social media, and this is something that a lot of people just don't focus on. So they think, right, I'm on social media, but nothing is happening. The reason nothing is happening is because you're not 
doing anything on there. You're not taking responsibility for growing your Instagram. And it's like that in business. You can't just set up a business and hope things are going to start working for you. You have to get out there and start hustling a little bit when you're starting out. So same thing goes for your Instagram. Now let's take a look at how you can engage and what do I mean by engagement and what does that actually look like? So first of all, I would be looking at searching for different hashtags, which are based on your type of business or your geographical area that you are based in. And I say this all the time, when I was starting my business in Ballarat, I would be the person that was just always looking at the Ballarat hashtag. And I would kind of know what was going down in that hashtag. I would know the new businesses that were opening. I knew who else was active on there. And I was using that to build relationships, build genuine relationships. And I would like the photos, comment the photos, and people started to get to know me. So I used that just to actually get myself in front of people on Instagram. So that is, you have such an advantage in many ways, if you have a geographical area, a local business that you work in, because that's the first thing that I would focus on. So look at engaging. Now, the other thing is that when you engage with like-minded accounts, Instagram's going to know, okay, over time, if these are the type of accounts that you are following, and you're engaging with them, then Instagram's gonna start realizing, okay, this your account could be similar to them. And if you start getting similar followers, that's a great thing too. And so you can start showing up as a related account to these different accounts too. So think about, okay, who else is in your niche? Or who is a, a similar business that you would love to be thought of as being a related business to or a similar business to? And make sure that you are following them and engaging with them as well. Now, I wanted to share another case study of one of the Modern Marketing Collective students as well. And so she has started engaging with her ideal customers. And this is Cherie. She said, I'm knuckling down and nailing my specific customer avatar. And she said, I've been pretty strategic on how to find them. And it's finally working. They are following me back ordering straight up and even messaging me and saying, thank you for liking some of my photos. I'm in love with what you do and I'm thankful to have found you. She said, let me rephrase that. They are thanking me. So when you're actually getting clear about who you're actually trying to reach on Instagram, who you really think are the best people for your products or your services or your business, and you can actually find them on Instagram and start building relationships with them, then they're going to actually start engaging back with you, wanting to follow you. And like Cherie said, starting ordering from you. And this is how I did it with my business too. So absolutely make sure you do that. Okay. So that's where I would start if I was building my Instagram from scratch. All right, guys, have a lovely day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Emily Osmond Show brought to you by my Instagram freebies, which you'll find at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave me a review, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at Emily Osmond so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.